listen a little bit longer today, shall we? This is a great song. Daniel Huff. I believe that the fade out is in the song itself, so I can't keep it up. But I just wanted to hear a little bit of... There we go. I just wanted yep. to hear his voice there. Thank That's, you. Uh, Danny Hupp, go online, buy his music, support him. Bandcamp, he is an independent artist. Yes. But uh, he has graced us with his music, which is which is so, so awesome, and we are really appreciative. And I love the theme song. When it comes out, it's like Pavlovian. I just get, I get happy and yeah, excited. Yeah, exactly. I get excited, too. And that leads us to this. We are Like Trees Walking. And we are, and I'm, uh, I am uh, David Berge, Pastor uh, David Berge. And I am Michael J. Nelson. I'm just sort of here to bounce ideas off the learned pastor. And <laughs> I'm I'm just the guy coming in. I'm just asking the questions, man. Mike's like the he's like the Socrates, um, and I'm one of the sophists. <laughs> so, so that's that's the basic premise behind the show. But uh, no, we are we are the podcast um, where we talk about the serious things, the big questions of um, theology, philosophy, and culture. We do so from a Christian perspective. These are serious questions, but you know what we don't do? We don't take ourselves. Too, too seriously. seriously. Rubber chicken, like <laughs> a clown horn. Okay. Oh, I made myself <laughs> ill there with that uh, smarmy little shtick. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we have uh, a big question for today. We also are, we have an exciting, oh, a n- we have a new, new event. Yes. yes. And this one is, uh, it, I think it's, it's going to be role reversal in almost all ways today. And I'm excited about that. And I'm going to save it for the end. Uh, so we'll, uh, after, uh, We'll do our big question, we'll do a little break, and then we'll have this exciting new department. I just want to convey my excitement. Oh, yeah, and people who, um, you know, people who know me, this will be, you know, this will be a, this is a treat, this is a blast from the past. This is my novelty, you know, this is my double-jointedness, this is my being able to suck my stomach in, like, where it almost looks like I could go under a doorframe. This is my weird human trick, basically, is what I'm saying. I can't wait. I can't, because I've never actually witnessed but it. But it's for so. the ears, so don't worry. It won't be like, undescri- you know, I won't be describing Yeah, right. It's not, he's going to be lifting weights with some part of his body or something. No, it's nothing like that. Uh, trust me, it's a thousand pounds. You can't uh, see it. Okay. But before we begin, I, I have to point something out. Um, in in We were taping two episodes back to back, and in the previous episode, I um, made Pastor Dave drink some cabbage juice, and it doesn't. It, I don't think it sat well with him. And now, because of that, he moved his microphone position and is now sitting. And I wonder, did I actually <laughs> cause you to lose strength in your legs? And because uh, normally we stand uh, around. You've our sat me. Setup. You've, you've almost sat, sat me of my will to live. So. He's like, <laughs> He's actually like in a wheelchair, so I, I hope hopefully you'll recover from that. And I, I apologize a, for any damage that I may have done. The clammy sweat I have going on. Thank you for that cabbage juice. <laughs> but uh, enough silliness, Mike. Enough yes. banter. You know, um, uh, let's just get right into it. So, okay. sort of. Now I'm gonna. You're gonna engage in this question. Of course, I will talk with you. But here, but here we go. So, Mike, you and I we're on a we're on a message board. Um, we're having a conversation, and you know we're having one of these big questions about um, about theology, about 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 faith, about God, and you know this is a spirited uh, tête-à-tête, uh, back and forth, two happy warriors talking about things that really matter to them. You know the 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 rationality of of faith, um, belief in in God, what all of that entails, and then you know there's sort of um, the the third party. Slides in. Yes. And they go, you know, guys, like, let's let's calm down. I'm sitting down so I can really yeah, capture this dude. person, actually. Like, guys, let's calm down. I mean, like, I know you're all heated about this, but seriously, like, at the end of the day, no one can really know anyways. 
So like, like just chill, man. Just just krill, chillax. No one can know, and and who can really know what? Who can say? You know, we'll we'll, we'll never know. So let's just have this booch, this kind oh, of You're doing chill. It, an eerie impression of the so-called adult in the room. Yeah, the I'm calm. The one I'm the adult in the room, settling things down. Exactly, Come on, kids. Exactly, quit fighting. Exactly, like j- learn how to share. So, what do you say, Mike? What do you say to that person? Is like I'm the adult. You can't know, so don't get so hot and bothered. You know what I mean? Like it's like you really what you're arguing is like what's better? You know, like chocolate ice cream or strawberry right. ice cream? <laughs> like you know who the heck can know? You like this? You like that? Pff, why even argue about it? Well, oh my goodness. Do I have a lot to say about this? First off, it sounds good, doesn't it? It does sound it like does. it's it's calming. And yeah, you're f- right. I was I was getting to I was actually engaging in these ideas when you're right. In the end, it doesn't matter. It's no. it's good. Who who doesn't want to sort of relax, man? Have a salad and a, <laughs> a glass of wine. <laughs> because ideas are hard and like, you know, figuring out where we fit in the universe is hard. So just relax, man. It's all good. As a friend of mine was being told, uh, she was on a uh, a bus going to an airport, and she could tell that she was going to be late because it was one of those things where it was picking up a yeah, bunch of people. Stops, just one of those, yes. Yeah, multiple stop yep. buses. And the guy next to her kept going, hey, as she was getting nervous and just looking at her watch, this was a trip overseas, which she could not replicate. It was a charter. Mm-hmm. And the guy kept going, hey, man, it's all good. It's all relaxed. And she just wanted to strangle like and going, it's not all good. In fact, it's very bad. Some things are bad. And I, okay, that is my main point. Let's try to untangle this. If someone is telling you, and he's telling everyone, uh, you can't know these things that you're wrestling with. You can't know them. Nobody can know. The question back to that person is, how do you know? How do you know that I can't know. It, it, it relates a little bit to our elephant thing. It's this, you seem to be the voice of reason. You're hovering above everything. But in order to hover above everything, you have to know everything. You have to know that I can't know. It's like, I don't walk into a room full of uh, theoretical physicists and go, hey, hey, guys, hey, come on, man. You, you can't know this stuff. <laughs> Stop talking about it. <laughs> in fact, if it turns out in the end that someone is right let's say that uh you know it's all turtles all the way down you know yeah. that old thing we're just the earth is on top of a turtle or whatever what if that is right well then someone will have been right you know uh is it likely it's probably not that's why we're talking about this stuff but that's my point is in order for someone to tell you that you can't know anything they have to know everything. They literally have to be omnipotent in order to tell you that you're wrong. Um, and this is what we call, just to tease it out, this agnosticism, we all are familiar with the term. It just means, you know, agnosticism is, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't but know. I'm open to either position or any range of positions that have been put forward. I'm, uh, I'm open to it. Strong agnosticism is the one that says no one can ah, know. Ah. And that's where you get into trouble. It, it, it sounds good. And, I, and I'm open to, to people, who, uh, people who use that term. If you can give them the benefit of the doubt and say it's hard to know these things. And, and that's, of course, I would agree with you 100%. But the strong statement no one can know is, 
is a suicide statement because if no one can know, then you can't know. Sorry, you got to turn that back on yourself and you can't know anything either. So you can't know that I don't know. Does that make sense? It, it does make sense, but it sort of it 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 it, it points out the uh, the the absurdity. So it seems like sort of an, the adult, mature intellectual statement is actually the defeat of sort of thought itself. Um, and so you know you know why the person says it because they don't want to. You know these are difficult things. These are difficult things to suss out, and you can sort of find yourself in cul-de-sacs, sure, or um, at loggerheads, and it's not fruitful to continue conversation, anyways. But yeah, there is maybe an alert and allergicness to the sort of you know battling out ideals i mean i love we're, right now we are reading a part of, part of our chestertonians group we have this group of guys who gets together and we literally just read gk chesterton um, and drink cabbage juice <laughs> and drink cabbage so come <laughs> yeah uh, doesn't that sound great so so we just read it but we're reading this book now called the ball on the cross and it's this um and it's this sort of uh christian uh this there this scottish christian guy sort of sees this atheist newspaper which he sees as defaming the virgin mary and so he challenges this atheist newspaper guy to a duel and the atheist newspaper guy is excited because you know finally someone is taking his ideas seriously and so but there's all these people trying to basically get them to like calm down and cut and call it off and what chesterton is saying is like no ideas matter and sort of the the battle of ideals um is isn't bad um it's actually like it's it's you know at the heart of of human existence and civilization so yes like let these cross swords um and 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 there's a lot to be said for that yeah and and it's how we get to truth i i mean i think everyone with a moment's thought of it would would agree with that you don't disengage just because the the you know it's a hard road either way and uh you know in the end I am a Christian because I believe the things. I believe that Jesus is who he said he was. I believe that his uh, view of the universe and what its meaning is and what our meaning in it is correct. Otherwise, obviously, I wouldn't have, I don't, I wouldn't believe it. Now, I could turn out to be wrong, but if I turn out to be correct, and obviously I hold the thoughts because I think I am correct, then someone will have known. So it's just foolish to say that no one can know. We can all be wrong, but uh, we can't. But it doesn't mean that someone can't know. You know. Yeah, there's no reason, uh, you know, prima facie to rule out the ability to to know or to or to be right or for these claims to be right. And it's not actually a helpful. Uh, it's not a helpful statement. It's not an adult statement, and it's not really that. It's not an intellectually sophisticated position to stake out. I think that's the thing is, it's not just one being the adult, but I'm the smart one. I'm the sophisticated one. I'm the one who really gets what's what's yeah. going on. So- and, and it leads to what I think is the the postmodern view, which is in, at its base is a certain laziness. Like, hey, everybody's got a little bit of truth. Is like, no, no, that's that's a lazy way to look at the world. If that were true, people can't have competing, completely contradictory thoughts and both of them be right. You know, otherwise logic and everything fail. The human mind, everything collapses under that so it's childish and it's lazy to say that no one can know but uh, i want to 
I have nothing to say. I'm sitting down. You, yeah, the sitting down has changed your, it's tra- I can't, your intellectual I, vigor is drained either by that or the cabbage juice. Let's be fair. Right. I can't. Issue. I can't fight back. And I do. But I do think you know here. Um, you know, we we value ideas in this quest for the truth. And one of my favorite things that we did recently was when we had you know the good professor Gordon Graham on, and and he's making these claims about you know about the democratic state. And and uh, you know uh, some of the feedback I got was like, well, like I didn't agree with you saying that's good. Like yeah. that's we pursue the truth. So what didn't you agree about? And it sounds wrong, but is it wrong? You know, and and let's have this battle of ideas, not just like, you know, if he's saying that, you know, he's making a claim that, um, you know, that democracy in and of itself is not a justification for the existence of the state as such as the monopolistic, you know, use like uh coercive power monopolized in one entity he's saying democracy can't justify that in and of itself that's a claim if you're arguing with that that's good you can't just say like well come on guys like no one can know right like, come exactly. on like let's suss this out here people yeah this is important stuff this matters yeah i mean look at the ideas of the 20th century uh you know marxism and and socialism tried in many different places those are just ideas that someone had uh, I believe this is the the truth about how humanity should function in a society, and that plays out in the 20th century. You know, in countries and and massive amounts of of deaths, and uh, in other places, improvement. So stop! It's just childish to say that these ideas of seeking the truth don't have that someone can't know it, and that we shouldn't keep continue to search for it. There was a great um, we'll sort of maybe close with this. Uh, but there was this, I forget, I think Stephen Colbert was interviewing like Bart Ehrman, who he was the, we've brought him up before, but he was the one who, he was a very conservative, almost, I'd say, I think he would self-identify as like a fundamentalist Christian, became a biblical scholar, um, went to Princeton Theological Seminary through that, through the course of that, um, lost his, lost his faith. But so I think Colbert asked him like, well, what, like, what are you now? And, and he said that he was an agnostic, and Colbert said, isn't that just an atheist uh, with, without balls? And so it was really funny. So, I, like, we're all agnostics about something, and it's okay to go, like, I don't know. I don't know is a very acceptable position, and probably an underrated position in many instances to say, like, oh, I don't know, like, you asked me about Brexit? Like, what do I think? What's my take on it? Like, I don't know enough about any of this stuff to, like, have a well-formed opinion, but that doesn't mean I couldn't have one. Or hold one. So there's a big difference between I don't know and no one can ever know. And it's and it's a hugely important distinction. Right, right. So just uh, that is my modest goal for this uh, little segment was to recognize when someone is incorrect about saying that no one can know. He, he can't know that. And again, you could be wrong in your position, but he can't know that you're wrong until he also does the hard work and heavy lifting of thrashing these ideas out with people who have a uh, passion to discover the truth. Yes? Yes. Oh, even from I'm sitting position, up. he I'm did the standing. raised I'm victory arm. He's standing back up. <laughs> yes. He walks. I've he lives. Yes. Well, with that, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back with even more vigor and life in us. So thank you, and we'll see you in a second. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Like Trees Walking. Um, We appreciate all of your feedback, the way that you've responded to these appeals. And so this is just another one. Go to Like Trees Walking Pod 
Uh, you can sign up there for our email newsletter. Um, I will definitely give you insight into the kind of things that we're talking about and doing. Like just today, uh, I sent out a picture of the cabbage juice to our email list. So it's that kind of insider insight that you'll get there. But uh, also, please go on to iTunes and uh, give us a rating and a review. Um, that just helps people discover it and it's so so helpful so meaningful to us and and the feedback is really you know this is why we do it we like talking to each other we love these ideas but uh, it just lets us know that you value this conversation so it's so important to us so if you could do that for us that would be beautiful that would be amazing um you know keep circulating the tapes keep uh, sending out the podcast uh you know um send it uh, send it via carrier pigeon we, we we absolutely absolutely love it and appreciate it and so, all right, we're going to get back to this podcast, more of the uh, zany wackiness, but, uh, but thank you so much for your support. And we are back. Thank you for that appeal, Pastor. That he was heartfelt. And, I am uh, compelled now. Yes. <laughs> the power <laughs> of the podcast compels <laughs> You always <laughs> compel me. And thanks for that uh, secret shout out. I, I heard that. <laughs> a, little, that a little Easter egg. A little right? Easter egg. A little Easter egg there. That's right. Um, in the first half, we talked about um, the idea that uh, no one can know anything, and hopefully we put that to rest, hopefully, or, or gave you something to think about. Yes, yes. I so, may be wrong about it. But. It's like beef jerky, chew on it. Yes. Um, so, Mike, what is your what's your point? What's your what's what's the summation? So I say, I'm the adult. Calm down, kids. Stop. Stop fighting about these ideas. No one can really know anyways. So let's just, you know, let's hacky sack. He looks smarty pants. Set down your <laughs> Pinot Grigio. If no one can know anything, then you can't know anything. And also, in order for you to know that no one can know anything correctly and observe the world correctly as it exists, you would have to know everything and know that we're all wrong. But it's going to take you a lot of work to get to that point. And I don't think you're omnipotent. And I don't think you'll ever get there. So shut up. No, I wouldn't say shut up to that person. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I, I'd take a big swig of my Pinot Grigio. Right. <laughs> Go drink your white Zin, man. <laughs> I love right. our, I love our, sort of our stereotypical insults that we catch. Yeah, they're kind of, I don't know. You we, just pull them out of the air. It seems like something that uh, I degrade hacky sacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, they're, they're all sort of like things you could find at a like a stereotypical co-op person, which I love co-ops. By I the do way, too. I, I do. Like, we yeah. shop at the co-op, but we, yeah, it's, exactly. So it's, so it's self. It's all self. It's Self-effacing, of but course. I, but I don't drink whites in unless it's from a box of Franzia. I uh, I have a, standards. I'm a big I'm a big proponent of of box wines. That's a, I'm. Oh, me I'm, too. I'm going to come out with that. Me too. We we almost exclusively buy boxes in our house, and they're and good it's not now, right? It's, it's, it's not just because we're alcohol. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's because it's because it, the the bottles just don't hold enough. Not nothing. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> to go through a box a day of no, but it's like, and it's you know, um, uh, a friend of mine who you know who's a sommelier, he yes. you know years ago, years ago was extolling the virtues of box wine and screw top wine. Yes, that's right. There was a big movement uh, with uh, the screw top wines became acceptable, but it's still in certain circles it doesn't fly. Um, all right, well, let's get to it. This is the exciting new thing we promised you. 
in uh, segment one, and it the is now department. here. It yeah. has come. The time has come. And how, how to set this up? Uh, I don't actually know a lot. I have only heard the legend really? of Dave Berge. I have not actually heard this talent. Uh, why don't you describe it? Why don't you set up your own thing? Uh, sizzle your own talent here. Okay, to right. Tell us what you're going to do. Well, um, this, this, those of you who know me know this, that in the uh, early 2000s, the early aughts, I was part of a, uh, you know, a, a, a rap group, a Minneapolis-based uh, rap group. If you don't know, Minneapolis actually has a quite uh, vibrant um, hip-hop um, rap scene. Folks like Atmosphere and POS and the whole sort of Rhyme Sayers Collective. Like Minneapolis, it's kind of underground um, it's, it's, it's profile and underground rap was, was big and, and I think still is. So we had a vibrant hip hop scene here. Um, my friend Cameron and I, uh, started this group when we were in, when we were in college, um, with some friends, uh, at the university of Minnesota. And so it was, we were like interesting in that we were a live band hip hop group. So we were kind of like the roots. If you're, if you're familiar with them, uh, a live band behind us making the beats and, and me and my friend Cameron were the MCs rapping over the beats. And our group was called the fresh nest. We were never crazy about the name. I'm sorry. We can't change it. We can't go back in time. We were the fresh nest. Don't ask me why. Um, but we played. I mean, we played. We recorded. We played a lot of gigs. We played with a lot of, you know, um, great people. Uh, and we probably got out at our peak, like, like just in time. But, you know, we, put, we played with folks like Brother Ali and, and like, P.O.S. And, uh, and, 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 yeah, it was... Uh, it was it was fun, and so and I and I so if I don't say my side of you, I, I just I can't believe this. And it was good, and people ask me what kind of rap, you know they know I'm a pastor, so like was it Christian rap? Um, and I would say no, it wasn't. I was Christian. It wasn't anti-Christian or antithetical. It was just kind of rap, like like uh, and Christian rap sort of as that modify. Like someone once said it well. They said you know Christian is the greatest noun but the worst sort of adjective yeah right <laughs> that there is and so i mean there is people like lecrae now who are just excellent excellent rappers who are christians but it was it was like me rapping in this group and it was fun and we were just sort of like you know fun party rap like it was good it was good emceeing it was good time so all that to say i wasn't a rap group we weren't garbage and we played with some good people and we stopped at the right time Right, and I assume this is my knowledge of rap. I, every rap starts with "My name is Pastor Dave, and I'm here to say." Right, <laughs> and I like to do something, and it's and always in a, a major in a something way. way it's yeah. a, usually a major way. Major, sure. Usually yeah. a major, way. <laughs> and that's what rap is, right? <laughs> Mike, uh, we're gonna have to do a whole like. Well, all right. Explain Teach rap me. to Mike. All right, Let's but here, so I'm gonna freestyle. Pedagogy. So all that to say, like, I'm not just gonna talk oh, about that. I rap, but so I am gonna rap. So this is uh, so I will give you a topic, right? We've agreed on yes, this. Yes, it's going to be a freestyle. So it's I didn't write anything. This is just off the wow. top, off the top of the dome. As the really, say. Yeah. so this is the the improv version of uh, of rap. Yeah, it's much. It's exactly like improv. It's you know you except me... the, the little secret about improv people is they've pretty much done everything about a hundred <laughs> times. So you know, but that's that's fine. It's still a, to to reassemble it into a coherent and funny yeah, thing. Still... I used to spend a lot of time in my in my friend's upstairs bedroom, the attic, the nest, as we call that sense, the freshness. The fresh nest. We would drop that beat. We would go to cheapo, cheapo disc, sure, find cheapo, instrumentals. Yeah. Put that instrumental on repeat and spend hours. No hours, kidding. Hours just wow. rapping. Just rapping. This is... Just uh, rap. Well, let's delay no further. All right. So I'll give you the topic and then I'll just start the music. And is that topic? how it works? Yeah, yeah, The yeah, topic yeah. is uh, the Reformation. Okay. <laughs> the Protestant Reformation. The Protestant Reformation. There's no... Uh, I, I, I don't know what other Reformation. There's like the Catholic uh, Reformation. The Counter-Reformation. Maybe I'll even talk about the Counter-Reformation. Yeah, you can do that. I'm just... I'm giving you the generic. Okay. The Reformation. The, I the think Reformation. When you say the Reformation, I think we all 
I think we all know what we're talking about, right? Usually, <laughs> or is that you stalling for time? That's me. Just okay. That's literally right. me stalling. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's fire up this sick beat that I. Believe oh yeah! I Drop took, the beat. Took off DJ of, uh, Mike Mikey Mike. I took this off of YouTube, so uh, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> it's my favorite part of rap right here before the beat drops. Uh, uh, uh. It's Pastor Dave. Uh, I'm about to rap Reformation. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> but I'll actually rap. Okay, about to start right now. Wiki 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 wiki. Hey yo, my raps leave you in pieces. I'm about to nail you to the door like the 95 Thesis. Uh, 1517 Wittenberg. I am David Berg. Forget what you heard. It started in Germany, spread to the lowlands, Netherlands. I am the man. Yes, I can. John Calvin, more like Jean Calvin. He came to Switzerland and he was the man. Oh, I don't believe ya. I'm about to reform Geneva and make you into a believer. I can't deceive ya, yes man, but it must have been predestined for me to drop this beat so hard, the mic so large, yes, I'm like John Knox, I'm off the block, the queen of Scotland, I'm a Scotsman, these people want to tell you right now, I got the hot hand, as I drop these confessions, I'm about to teach you these lessons, Westminster with the catechism, it was a cataclysm, the way these suits was dropping all this wisdom, mm-hmm. it's so good. The Reformation is coming to your hood. And yes, it's a blast. Because the Counter-Reformation brought the Tridentine Mass. Only in Latin. Now pray your matins. You know you dudes, it's softer than some satin. But here's my last hit. Because the Reformation led to the rise of the Jesuits. So Papa Francis, he's the Pope. I'm so dope. I'm clean like some soap on a rope. And I'm done. That wasn't bad, right? Wow. Oh my gosh! I'm I'm laid back on my on my heels from that. That was extraordinary! Wow, fantastic! I so, wish I, I I'll lay in an applause track after, baby. Yeah. Okay. So wow. yeah, that was what, just... what, what, my first question is why why isn't why aren't we doing this every week? <laughs> Every podcast. <laughs> Come on. Well, you know, maybe with a, a depart, it, it can wear thin. I don't want to wear it too thin, but it was fun. I mean, I enjoy. I've always enjoyed rapping because. Now, do you do it on a regular basis uh, anymore? No, but although the I did rap recently, uh, Hillary, great fan of the pod. Actually, I don't know if she is, but um, uh, a friend of mine, she had a birthday party recently. Um, that actually happened to be in the church gym. She played some punk rock music in the church gym. It was very fun. And for a birthday present, she said, "Would you rap for me?" So. So I I rapped like wow. two weeks ago, but before that, it's man, it's very few and far. And I mean, maybe once a year, maybe once every year and a half, two years. It doesn't is, happen. Is it at all? Is it like a golf game where if you just don't pick it up, it's do a bicycle mic. It is it really? It's a bicycle. Well, it seemed like it. I'm just curious whether you know whether you would think you had lost a step or lost a beat or anything or you just you just you really can just go right into it. I can go right into that part I can definitely go into if I was trying to like write something which is really I mean it's really hard to write a good song and rap is no different it, it, I would probably be very very rusty you know I used to fill those Need notebooks, those composition notebooks. Pull them out. Do you rhymes. still have them? Are they in your basement? In they're your somewhere. <laughs> they're, they're somewhere. I may have to burn them before my you know children come of age. But uh, oh dear. Uh, you know, we'll leave those to the archives. Um, I'll donate those to uh, to Princeton Theological Seminary when I die. You can have my notebooks. Okay. Wow. So 
in previous episodes, we're just like explaining memes and things like that. <laughs> and we were hiding our light under a basket. And uh, so I, I guess this is going to be a, a future department. Could, of course, we, you know, we have to revisit we could, this. We could, we, could, we could revisit the Reformation. Now the uh, Second Great Awakening. Yeah, uh, exactly. yeah church history wraps. I, I, I like it. Yeah, because so. it's all up there in your noggin. And it's apparently at readily available in rap form. So I love it. <laughs> well, so yeah. So hopefully, folks, uh, hopefully... Hopefully you found that novel and, and and enjoyable, Mike. Thanks for the beat. That was wonderful. <laughs> yes, and you know course. what? You can't be a, an agnostic about hot, how hot those wraps were. No, you cannot. <laughs> we can all agree they were hot. You were spitting some rhymes. Spitting fire. Yeah, that was awesome. Well, thank you. This is uh, Like Trees Walking, and we'll be back again soon with one of the big questions of life. And uh, and some more entertainment like that. Wow, I'm still. You can see it. I'm still. You're just blown. You're blown, blown, you're blown away. I've rarely am I, and uh, and that was it. So I'm Michael J. Nelson. I am David Berge, and thank you so much for listening. Bye bye. Okay. Working raps now, what does it look like? I took up MCing and gave up the good fight. Spent hours memorizing rhymes that I couldn't write. And days agonizing over battles I should fight. I struck the mass, struck the nerve. I grabbed the book and wrote the words. I took a chance and calm the urge. You take a look, we're on the verge. I hear the birds from the church to the curb. It's time to serve. Destined sent to Attic O'Brien 33rd. You might have not heard right, so peak game. Desire stays the same, only the beat change. Missing the mark, you must got weak aim. Hot, the block is cool and I'm the spark that hit the fuel Can't forget the golden rule It's pen to pad, I play the fool I burn the crops and kill the mules Open ears and drop the jewels Arms that stay screw Wake up class, it's time for school I see another one coming around I see another one coming around Full stick goes in